Molly, thanks for buying me that ice cream. It's so nice to be out in the sunshine with you on this very fine day. Yeah, after all that rain, it's so good to just be outside. Everyone looks really happy and check out that beautiful flock of birds flying past. Oh, wow, they're so pretty. Those bright red and green bits and... Oh, my God. <laughs> did that bird just poo in my hair? Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> Your head is covered in a big blob of white poo. Oh, I just got my hair cut and it was looking so great. And I had a party to go to tonight. Ew, what is with these birds? <laughs> Twice. Oh, ow, there's some in my eye, I think. Oh. <laughs> go clean up, Carl. We got a show to do. Anyway, a bit of bird poo in your hair isn't so bad. Many people around the world think a bird doing its business on you is a sign of good luck. Well, I'm not feeling very lucky at the moment. It's all over me. What have those birds been eating? Maybe it is your lucky day, Carl, because our show today is all about... Ta-da! Luck! Who has it? Who doesn't and why luck is so important in life. <sighs> okay, I'll be right in. Give me a minute. Just keep those birds away from me. There's no way bird poo is lucky. What are people thinking? Hello, and today you're listening to Short. You're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Curly. How you going there, buddy? Look, Mole, not great. The bird poo was all gritty and sticky, so it was, like, really hard to get out of my hair. And Yeah, there's still a lot inside your ear. <sighs> Look, Carl, like I was saying, many people say it's good luck. And it is kind of handy that you got pooped on because today's episode of Short and Curly is all about luck. What's good luck, what's bad luck, and how much of our lives are shaped by luck. Well, clearly my life is just a stinking pile of sticky bad luck. But maybe it isn't. At least that flock of birds didn't swoop down and eat you. And you were lucky enough to be able to wash it off before coming into work. Well, not all of it, apparently. But you see what I mean, yeah? And sometimes the strangest little bits of bad luck are good luck, hidden in disguise. Like what? Well, let's play a little game all about luck that I invented that I like to call Good Luck or... Bad luck! <gasps> How exciting! Okay, what's the prize? We'll get to that. In the meantime, let's play Good Luck or Bad Luck! <laughs> Question one. You miss the bus. Good luck or bad luck? <gasps> That's bad luck. That's really bad luck. Or is it? What about if the bus you miss crashes? <laughs> Good luck or bad luck? Oh, well, uh, that, that's pretty good luck that I missed the bus then. Next question. You don't get selected for the school band. Good luck or bad luck? Oh, that sounds like bad luck to me. But afterwards you find out the school band teacher is really mean and teases children who make mistakes. Good luck or bad luck? Well, I guess that's like, that's good luck now. It's good luck that I missed out on the band. Thanks for playing Good Luck or Bad Luck! How exciting!
exciting. What did I win? Ah, game's over now, Carl. How fun was that? So you see things that feel like bad luck can actually be good luck in disguise. Yeah, I guess they can. Watching those birds drop poo bomb after poo bomb on your head got me thinking about who is lucky and who isn't and why. And I mean lucky in terms of where you were born, lucky in terms of what people you have around you, lucky in terms of what you look like even. I suppose there's also different levels of good and bad luck. Like there's luck in things that don't matter too much, like a game of snakes and ladders, for example. But there's also luck in things that do matter quite a lot, like what kind of family we were born into. I have a question for you, but it's actually about you too. So don't forget to stop the show and take your time to come up with your answer. I'd like to know, do you think you're luckier or unluckier than other people in the world? And why? Hit pause now. So what did everyone think about how lucky they are? I don't know about you listening, but our friends from Clavelli Primary School are feeling pretty lucky. Oh, and by the way, this is the youngest brains trust we've ever had on Short and Curly. Here they are. I think I'm luckier than other kids in the world because mostly kids around the world, they're very poor. They don't have any furniture that are comfy. I think I'm luckier than some people because I have a house, but I don't think that I'm a bit lucky because I have like an apartment and usually other people have these giant houses, but my apartment is pretty small. I think I was born lucky because when I was in my mum's tummy, she had quite a lot of money and my dad did. And that's why I think I was lucky. My family, well, most of my family lives um, in England and every year we get to see them. That's why I think I was born lucky. I think I'm lucky because I get to go to a lot of shows like a concert, a musical or anything else. In my bedroom, most of my toys and books are filling up all my shelves, including my cupboard. So that's why I think I'm a bit more luckier than other children. I think I'm pretty lucky because my mum and dad don't fight that much. I feel that I'm luckier than some children because I go to a school and some people don't. Oh, thanks to our Brains Trust today, who are all Year 1 students. Matt Beard from the Lucky Number 7 Ethics Centre Heaven, can we talk about what luck really is and what bigger questions it brings up? Luck is connected to the things that happen which can affect us but which we can't totally control. So it's not good luck if you love your parents because that's a choice that you can make. But it is good luck if your parents are nice people who are easy to love. Sometimes being lucky in your circumstances can matter more than whether you're talented in terms of how your life will go. Okay, but that sounds like there's a few different types of luck then, right, Matt? That's a good point, Carl, and yeah, there are. The first kind of luck is luck in the situations that we face and the kind of things that happen to us. So this is the kind of luck that happens when a bird decides whether or not to leave a little surprise on your head. 
Right, so the first one is situations we face. And the situation I've got splattered all over my face at the moment isn't very good. Pipe down, complainy Janie. What other kinds of luck are there, Matt? Well, there's luck in the kind of person we are. So even though we have some control over whether we're a courageous person or whether we're a generous person, there are things that we can't affect with our decision. So whether we're healthy or whether we have particular talents, that's a matter of luck. So that's luck of the person we are and luck in the situations we face, but are there any more, Matt? Yep, the list goes on. There's also a kind of luck in how past events and decisions, which we have no control over, affect us today. And this can be big or small. Something as big as Captain Cook discovering Australia has had lots of different effects for lots of different people. But little things, like whether a friend decides to bring a spare pair of socks to school on the day you forget yours for sport, is also a kind of luck. It would have been lucky if I'd brought a spare shirt for Carl to wear today. That too. And the last kind of luck is about whether the things we try to do we're successful in or not. So we can enter a competition, but there's no guarantee we'll win it. We can try to make friends with a person we're trying to get along with, but whether we succeed or not is kind of a matter of luck because we can't control it. Okay, so we've got four kinds of luck then, right? Luck in the situations we face, luck in the person we are, luck in what happened in the past, and then luck in what will happen in the future. Is that right? You've got it, Carl. Gold star for you. Yes, my day is finally turning around. <laughs> Britney Spears with her song Lucky, which, if I'm correct, is about people thinking she's lucky in the situation she faces, you know, being a singer, and maybe also lucky in the person she is, a superstar, but that really she doesn't feel very lucky at all. Maybe I could get a job analysing pop stars. But Matt, if life is so unfair about who gets lucky and who doesn't, should society do something to even up the game? Well, before I answer that, it's worth saying not everyone agrees that life is about luck. Some people think it's all about hard work. And if you do succeed, it's because you worked hard. And if you don't succeed, it's because you could have worked harder. In saying that, society does have measures to try to support people and protect them from bad luck. We have a tax system that doesn't take so much from people who aren't earning as much money. We have support for charities so that charities can do hard work to support people who are worse off. And in a way, that's what society is for, so that people who don't have so many advantages don't get left out in the cold and they can get what they need. Thanks, Matt. Wow, all this talk of luck is reminding me of the story of Matilda. Oh, yeah, the, the Roald Dahl story about the little girl who can move things with her mind. Yeah, and she's super smart. What was my profit for the day? Could you repeat the last $10, one? $10,265. Check it if you don't believe me. She takes on her awful parents and her mean school principal and uses her brain and powers to fight back and challenge them. But Molly, what does Matilda have to do with luck? <laughs> Carl, so much of Matilda's life is about the lucky and unlucky things that happen to her. Really? Yes. And here are some Year One Roald Dahl fans with their examples. Matilda was unlucky when her dad ripped up um, some books that weren't hers. Matilda was lucky when 
she went into her principal's house and um, the principal came home and her and her teacher managed to jump out the window and escape before she could catch them. Matilda was unlucky when the principal pulled her hair and threw her. She was unlucky because her parents were really mean and all they cared about was really TV and their son, um, but they didn't care about her at all. But then Miss Honey said, I will adopt her, and then they had a great time being the daughter and the mum. Do you remember, Carl, how mean her family is? Her dad forgets her name and both her parents just don't seem to care about her very much. How old is Matilda? Four. I'm six and a half, Mommy. Five, then. I was six in August. You're a liar. Yeah, so Matilda's definitely unlucky on that front. And that's the kind of luck that is caused by past events that Matilda has no control over. That's what Matt called past luck. She can't help that her parents didn't want to have her and so treat her badly, and she can't help that her dad became a criminal. But Matilda has superpowers. Clearly, that's some good luck. Well, yeah, then there's the who we are luck, the kind of person you are. Even though Matilda was born into an unfortunate family, she's a very kind, very bright young girl, and she's also very lucky to have magical powers that let her move things with her mind. What about that other kind of luck Matt was talking about? The kind of luck around the situations Matilda faces? There are lots of things that happen out of Matilda's control that affect her. The biggest thing being that she's sent to Cruncham Hall Primary School. But that's both bad luck and good luck. How come? I thought she hated it there. Well, she does, and it's bad luck because the principal is a terrible lady named Miss Trunchbull, who is impossibly cruel. But it's also good luck because Matilda meets Miss Honey, a kind woman who is the only grown-up who can see how special Matilda is. Okay, so Matilda has bad past luck, good who-we-are luck, some good and some bad luck in the situations she faces. But what about that fourth one Matt mentioned? The last one is how lucky Matilda is when she does things. Like, for example, she doesn't get caught when she pranks her dad. Remember when she glued his hat to his head? Lots of people do get caught out when they play pranks. So she is pretty lucky. But a lot of those lucky things came down to her outsmarting people. So it's about skill as well, isn't it? Well, yeah, there's a lot of luck involved and lots of skill too. It's often a combination of the two. Sometimes there's more luck and sometimes there's more skill. Just because you find that life's not fair It doesn't mean that you just have to grin and bear it If you always take it on the chin and wear it Nothing will change That was the song Naughty from Tim Minchin's musical of Matilda. It's so good and I think I might have to reread the original novel by Roald Dahl. While Carl plans his next trip to the library, I want you to have a go at our next thinking question. Get ready to pause this podcast so you can have some time to mull it over while I find my library card. Matilda really got me thinking about how much of our lives are shaped by the effort we put in and by the attitude we have. And how much is just random, stuff you can't control. Yeah, exactly. So here is our thinking question, and this is a pretty personal one, actually. 
Picture in your head the thing you're best at. And it might be a skill that is physical or academic or a social skill. Like I'm great at hopscotch and making chocolate crackles. Your parents must be so proud. (laughs) They aren't. Once you've thought of the thing you're pretty good at, you need to imagine that you're growing up in a place at war. For example, where the schools are closed, where it can be dangerous being out on the streets, and where quite a bit of your day is just making sure you have food and shelter that night. So here is our question. That thing that you're really good at, do you think you would be as good at it if you had grown up with a different kind of life, in a different kind of family, in a different part of the world? Hit pause now. Today we're trying to work out how much of our lives are affected by luck. And us being curious about luck isn't new, is it? Luck has a long, 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 long history, doesn't it, Molly? Yeah, as far as we know, humans have always come up with little superstitions to try and sway good luck in our direction and keep the bad luck away. A bird pooing on my head is one example. I'm sure there are others we've heard our friends and family talk about, though. One of the ones I always get worried about is that if you break a mirror, you will get seven years bad luck. Touch wood, I have never broken a mirror. Touch wood is also a superstition, Molly. Just being careful, Carl. (laughs) Just being careful, Carl. But I don't think superstitions actually do anything. They just trick us into thinking that we can somehow control things, when really, we can't. Ah, also, this reminds me of how differently people saw luck in ancient Rome. Let's ask Matt to come back in and talk about the Romans. Molly, I have the perfect tune to beckon him in. It was written long ago, in the 1200s, by another really great Carl, a guy named Carl Orff. It's called O Fortuna, named after the Roman goddess of luck and fortune. Here are some of the lyrics. O Fortune, like the moon, you are changeable. Ever waxing and waning. That was beautiful, Carl. I know. It's been in a lot of movies too, right? Yes, it has. Okay, that was slightly intense, in a good way. O Fortuna, written in honour, or maybe in fear, of the Roman goddess Fortuna, who could dish out the bad luck as easily as she dished out the good. Matt Beard, in the old days of gods and superstition, fortune and luck were treated more seriously, weren't they? But what can we learn from ancient times? I think in ancient times, the entire culture had a sense in which luck and fortune were really important things, and that's why they had gods and they left tributes. I think we still take luck and fortune pretty seriously, but in different ways. We don't offer tributes to the god of luck anymore, but lots of people still have little superstitions to try to make sure luck is on their side. But none of those lucky charms and superstitions really mean anything, right? Not really. Luck is, almost by definition, something we can't control and we can't change. But there are some people, going as far back as ancient Greece, called the Stoics, who think that the only way that we can control luck is to change our response to it. 
So they think we should care a little bit less about all of the things that luck might take away from us. So our family might die, so maybe we shouldn't love them quite so much. And our skills might be taken away by injury, so maybe we shouldn't be quite so proud of them. For Stoics and other groups like Buddhists, the only things that we can control are our own mind and our own feelings. So those are the things we should focus on. Whoa, that sounds pretty full on. Yeah, it is, and it's really hard to live by. But there is another approach. A philosopher named Martha Nussbaum says the best way to respond to luck is just to accept it and accept the fact that we're not in total control. The other advantage of looking at luck as a force that we can't control and just accepting it is it helps people who have had good luck to be a little bit more grateful for their circumstances and not assume that it's all come through talent or hard work. Yay, thank you, Matt Beard, and I wish you good fortune. Now, after hearing today about how much of life just comes down to dumb, stupid luck, after the show, I'm going to head back outside to see if I can catch another headload of bird poo. Come on, birdies, come for me. Caca, caca! One of your most genius plans yet. But before Carl heads out to chase a flock of fast-flying cockatoos, we have a final question for you, our lovely listener. You'll need to try and weigh up all the good or bad luck you've had from your birth all the way till now. And the question is, do you think you are luckier or unluckier than most other people? And why? Hit pause now. I'm going to keep thinking about this later. It's kind of hard to figure out what in my life has been because of luck and what has been because of my own hard work and general brilliance. But people who definitely did work hard this week were our Brains Trust from year one at Clovelly Public School. We were so lucky they agreed to come on the show. And... Bird poo aside, we here at Short and Curly feel so lucky to have so many amazing listeners out there. Yeah, we've been loving your comments and suggestions, so keep them coming. And if you really like Short and Curly and want to hear more episodes, then the best way to help us is to tell everyone you know about the show and ask them to listen. It's been real, Mull. It always is, Carl. Hope you don't step on a crack. Hope you don't break your mother's back. Here, take my horseshoe. Oh, thanks very much. Good luck to you, sir. Knock on wood. What's luck got to do, got to do with it? Hope your lift doesn't stop at level 13. Uh-oh, you're under a ladder. And may the winds of fortune be forever blowing in your favour. And we're all pretty lucky because he's in the building. Take it away, Elvis Presley. Don't want a silver dollar Rabbit's foot on a string A happiness and your warm caress No rabbit's foot can bring Come on and be my little good luck charm You sweet delight I want a good luck charm Hanging on my arm To have, to have, to hope, to hope tonight 